Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey, and the man sitting across the table from me, he's the only man I know that can get around in boxer shorts in sub-zero temperatures. Why is that, Ginge? Because uh, I'm growing my own winter pelt. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's because the hairy legs, isn't it? Hairy legs and probably hairy back, is that chest, what... <laughs> arms, ears. face, ears, <laughs> nose. Is that why Cherie keeps calling you Yeti? Wade Cobson on pots and pans. I thought it was some little love thing that she's doing. Oh, there's like a hey, you know, hey, hey, you know, hey. like some people like boo boo kitty fuck and all that kind of no, thing. No, they no, call no, one no. another. And, no. and, and when Cherie goes, "Hey Yeti, come here," I thought, "Oh, look at that lovely little name." No, no I thought about it. Went no, no, not Yeti, abominable stoneman. <laughs> she just shortens it to ABS, <laughs> ABSM. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, how you been, big fella? Very well. We're talking enough shit for one. For, <laughs> That's for, the end of the podcast. For, um, for 50 seconds into the podcast for today. Oh, it's been a long week. It has it? indeed. Oh, well, but then again, it's been a short week too, by the feeling of it. It's Friday it already. It makes sense. I know it's Friday. We always record on a Friday, but for me, it's been a long week. I've been recovering from Free Comic Book Day last week. Well, you have, yes. What a massive, what a massive event. You, you uh, were saying it's the biggest event that you've ever had in Free yeah, Comic um, Book Day I've, history. I've been doing it, not, what, nine years now? Ever since the start. Uh, no, well, it started in America about a year or two before I opened, Did it? I opened my store. And, um, yeah, biggest one we've done in about nine years. Yeah? Massive. We ran out of comics by 11.30 in the morning. First time ever that's happened. Um, and I want to give a special shout-out to the uh, the crew that jumped in and helped me behind the counter, like Brett and Jude and uh, Christy. Yep. They were fantastic. But a man I want to give a special shout-out to, Australian comic artist. He's working on a new book, for, of, a new Killaroo book for Darren Close. Mm-hmm. He's also got his own creation. He's working with uh, Cameron Laird. Yep. Uh, on a book called Crayfish, or The Crayfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Rose. I really want to give him a special shout-out. He rocked up. I put him on the spot and said, mate, can you do some sketches? He sat there, never stop sketching the whole time his hand is yeah. stop and he was doing all these free sketches for people people were loving it they were having photos of his sketches with him that's the that way kind of to stuff. do it and um, yeah mate Adam Rose top bloke and I uh, really appreciate him coming up and helping out on the day doing some fantastic and we, sketching and, and his, uh, his partner in crime brought up some cupcakes oh Christy yeah our own little cake boss and uh you know, they're all designed with all the different comic logos on the top. She even had a couple done with the Kaboom logo. Yeah. That was fantastic. I had one of those. They were beautiful cupcakes, weren't they? Very fantastic. sugary. Very sugary. But they're cupcakes, you've laid off sugar a little bit lately, haven't you? Oh, well, just like, I mean, I love sugar as much as the next bloke, but holy shit, man. Like, as soon as I had a bite in that, I went, fucking hell. That's sugar. That's sugar. I like it. I like it like that. Mm. I was on my, um, I was on like three or four cans of bloody V for the day. Yeah. I could actually feel... Mm. My eye, my pupils expanding and, 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 and contracting. Really? Yeah, and it was weird. I was shaky, and at one stage, Brett said, well, yeah, Why are you shaking? I went, I can't help it. I'm on so much caffeine that I got the shake. Probably a silly thing to do. I shouldn't have that much caffeine, but I was buzzing, man. That and all the money I made. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the money had nothing to do with the caffeine. Probably not. That'd be enough to get you going. It was great. It was, it was great to see people coming with their families, buying, you know, getting comics for the kids. We had uh, Batman and Riddler here at Kaboom dressed up, and they, they were having fun. Everyone was having photos with Batman and the Riddler. But uh, Australia-wide reports from a lot of the shops coming in. Biggest event most stores have had. And they, same thing, they had artists sitting there sketching. They had mini artists alley, yep, yep. which was great because a lot of Aussie creators got to put their books on show yeah, to, yeah. to people who normally wouldn't get to see them. That's right. Um, so a lot of the Aussie artists were reporting great sales. And I think some people have had their Facebook pages jump right up. And um, yeah, it's just great to see. So it's a great event. Free comic book day. It rolls around once a year. It will be back next year. Make sure you lock it in your date. It'll be the first Saturday in May as per usual. And it um, it didn't seem like there was a lot of freeloaders 
that come along just to get free comics. No, they seem like they came, most, most checked it came out, got a comic, and then bought a comic. Bought a or comic bought something. or bought something. You know, we sold a lot of T-shirts on the day, little pop heroes, yep. uh, stuff like that. But anyway, it's uh, it was great. It was fantastic. Appreciate everyone coming along, and I'm sure every comic retailer around the country is thinking the same thing and uh, bigger and better next year. That's right, exactly. So there you go. What about you? What else have you been doing? I mean, that's my week of recovering. <clears throat> I've been doing reorders and orders all week. Yeah? Yeah. Um, hmm. Let me have a think. There's this new program that's come out that's uh, that helps people that live outside of America to watch American television. Yes. Now, that, listen, you you put me onto this. Now, it? now we all know about the website Hulu.com, which yes. is an American-based uh, company where you can watch uh, television on demand. Now, that also, um, that's Kevin Smith. He he had a spoilers, spoilers direct through Hulu, wasn't that's it? That's right. You could only watch it through Hulu. On Hulu, yeah. Which you couldn't get. Like, if you're outside of America, you want to watch it here in Australia, it comes you up, no, you're not it. in our region or whatever else that's it right. says. Or- now, they've brought out a little app that you can install into Firefox yep. called Holla, H-O-L-A. And that uh, gives you the ability to watch any American-based programs. Like, you can, you can go to Hulu, but you can also go to, like... Uh, you know, Discovery Channel, NBC.com, ABC.com. Right. You, you evil but wonderful bastard, you yeah. put it on my computer this week and I spent an afternoon when I was meant to be doing paperwork <laughs> watching Saturday Night Live and Jimmy Kimmel and then I watched a whole chunk of spoilers Yeah, and I was cursing you because I went home and I felt like I hadn't done anything for the day. Mind you, it, and, 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 you know, I, I understand that uh, people don't want you watching it outside of America because... Australia doesn't have a license to watch it. That's right. But I, I yeah, I, I read a thing today saying is the N, uh, NBN going to make piracy more available? Of course it is. But then someone said, "Do you think so?" Because the government will be in control of the NBN, not telcos like Telstra or Optus or something like that. I, don't, I still don't think it's going to stop people downloading. No, of course not. They'll always find a way around it. People don't want to pay for product nowadays. Well, it's just, right. sad, it's sad to say. Um, <laughs> we're, not, um, we're not with our blood on our hands, Ginger. Well, the same th- goes that, that, that program holler you, is, uh, is enough you, to get us in trouble, You um, technically. You managed to, to, to acquire things through a, a nefarious channels. I think everyone does, don't yeah, they? Of course they do. Everyone pirates. To some degree. Well, who, who he hasn't taped a show off or a movie off television. Back Raise your old, hand. Back in the old days, that's all we used to. That's right. We used to tape music off um, on cassettes off, off the radio. Off the radio. That's, no? that's piracy for Oh, my for God. You. How old do we sound? Well, all the kids that are listening to this going, like, What's a cassette? Um, what's a cassette? What's radio? a radio? <laughs> radio is kind of like an MP3 player, but fucking huge. <laughs> Good call, sir. Good call. And those little speakers that are in your mobile phone? Yep. Imagine them like 10 foot tall and 2 foot wide. Uh, blowing, of, blowing someone's house of apart. old things, cast your mind back to when we were kids. Yeah. What was massive when we were kids that we all got into? That there was heaps of merchandising and everything else around. What was there? And there was colours involved. Four of them. Blue. Weapons. Orange. Renaissance red, names. Purple. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Now, the first uh, picks came out this week off they Michael did. Bay's um, film. Come out set. today. Today. What, and what do you think? Well, Cause they're, 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 all, they're all in the mocap costumes. But did you know? They've got like turtle, but they've got They like have. They've got the turtle shell sort of shape on, on the back. back. And I understand that because in one of the photos, you see a foot soldier because the, the photos, and I don't think I'm spoiling too much of the movie already, God, but, no. but uh, it looks like Michelangelo... 
uh, Leonardo and Donatello because you notice that on their helmets that they're wearing is a little strip of colour and on their uh, shoulder is a little strip of colour. Yeah. So you can d- distinguish who is who. Who is who. And one of the foot soldiers is actually sort of pushing them along. By the shell. So I imagine that's mm. there so that they can get the... You don't know the, the design of the foot soldiers. No, the, clean, fo- the foot soldiers, they look nothing like the cartoon, comic... Anything. It's Michael Bay's version of it, it so it's it, going to be a bit different. It looks, it, it's pretty much a um, a SWAT or, or or secret buddy service. You know, they're all in black. Yep. They got the 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 military fatigue vest on with pouches. So have they announced that Shredder's the villain in it? Or I, I don't think they've announced anything. Haven't they? Did you just see under the, the radar? Kind yeah, of. It's, it's sort of floating. Everyone's freaking out that it's Michael Bay, and then it sort of just kept it's on going. Chock full of explosions. And it's, uh, this week, coming out photos of April O'Neil. Who is it? Yeah, Megan Fox. It, she is April O'Neil. Yeah, does she yeah. look alright in the role? Well, there, there was there was a shot that sort of looked like she was interviewing people out in the street, as though a bit like that reporter that you go to. From the news desk. Oh, yep. and April O'Neil's is down at uh, City. Live on the scene. Yeah, and, and she was there helping or helping people promote some exercise equipment. Uh. But then there was another photo that came out today yep. where she is wearing the yellow jacket. Oh, so okay. at least they're, they're little bringing that into it. I want to see who Casey Jones is because you've got to have Casey Jones. Well, you would think so. Will Arnett is in it, but he doesn't look like he's Casey Jones. He'd be weird, Casey Jones. If he, he, was. he looks like he's just like a, a, a TV producer who is uh. the producer of April O'Neil. Awesome. Well, there you go. Now, um, you also had some news from about the Shield TV show. <laughs> You're still dying on me with that. I cough. am indeed. Uh, the Shield TV show has been picked up, so it will be going into production production for the, the entire really series. Sh- they already shot the shot. The they pilot. shot the pilot. I, I think they must have shot other episodes. Joss Whedon directed the pilot. Yep, and it'll be good. We know it'll be good. And I guess I'm not really spoiling anything, mm. but Agent Coulson is back. And he is taking charge of the show, so he's pretty much the main character of the uh, show. A bit like the Grissom character from and didn't they say CSI. About um, the Hulk in the first, they've, they've just they've released a viral video yeah. that is some sort of it, it's pretty much footage from um, Hulk Two, yeah, with Ed Norton, where he's kind of smashing up the street. It's almost like they've gotten that footage, that blurry sort of yeah. news real footage. And it's just that for about 10 seconds. And it's got scanning sort of lines over it. And oh, okay. It, yeah. I, so I, I, I guess they're tying it into the whole universe. It's going to be, there'll be little nods to the movies somewhere yeah. in there. For, uh, the, the bio that they're saying is that um, this is a human's view of what the world is now with, with superheroes, superheroes and, and aliens and, and stuff like else. that. Yeah, Wicked. So that's, that's pretty cool news. It's good good that Agent Coulson is back. I mean, we all knew I'm that he was dead. I'm throwing to you tonight because you are the movie man um, with news. Because I don't know, it would, it, you just keep sending me stuff all day. And I'm like, are you working or what? You, well, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for the show. That's what you clever. Oh, high five that. Um, through, through the mic. Through the mic. There you go. Iron Man 3, some China news. Yeah, um, Iron Man 3 in China, if you were to go to China right now and watch Iron Man 3, is yes. four minutes longer than any domestic. Why? The the reason is, is that China actually funded part of the movie. So Marvel must have gone to China. So the Chinese government put the money... Put the money money into it, right? Really? Which which is a little weird, because I would have thought the American government would have put a a kibosh on anything like that. It'd be like if, if, if Marvel went to Cuba and asked them for money. 
You're not, you're, yeah, you're not but, supposed to do that either, are you? No, well, actually, uh, who was it that got in trouble not long uh, ago? Jay-Z, uh, and, Jay-Z and Beyonce yeah. went over there and they had to get a special clearance. Well, they did, but they didn't. They did because they're friends with Obama. Oh, really? Is that they what happened? with Obama. Well, uh, after the fact. They no, got no, a post. Obama, Obama was like, you're putting the pressure on me, and he put a, pulled a couple of strings, and they got Because no, no American uh, is supposed to go to Cuba. You're only allowed to do it for, like, education or cultural exchange. Yeah. Is what they're saying, but um, Jay Z. There's, there's no way that Jay Z and Beyonce were going there for any cultural or educational purposes. He's probably going to pick up some rum and some good cigars. Well, anyway, is, uh, is, is that how Obama let him come back to uh, say, "Hey, get me a case, and I'll let you come back in." Good Havana cigars, and we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so four minutes extra footage. Four minutes extra footage. It, essentially, it's uh, footage with a doc, uh, the beginning of the movie in 1999. Mm-hmm. There was a sh- there was a little scene there where he talks to a Chinese doctor yeah. in it, and uh, f- from what I was reading, essentially it's just a plug for for uh, China's version of Coke, essentially, oh, really? where uh, him and the doctor is talking about something. That's a commercial, pretty much, <laughs> right? And then at the end of the movie, oh, they're Marvel, ta- you sell out. They're, they're they're talking about another thing, and it's to do with his his heart and the the, the, mini arc, the arc reactor yeah. and. It, it then again is another commercial for the drink. And he pretty much says, no, well, if you drink this drink, you won't have to worry about it. Ah. And it's, yeah, I, I can't. And it's no, like such a throwaway. For, um, for the main release then. But then again, I, that, that's, that, that's a bit upsetting. Like for, for you and I, right? If Australia had put money into Iron Man 3 yeah. and they had come to Australia and shot only four minutes of the off. movie... If I was prime minister of this fair country and that happened, I'd be a little bit pissed. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be on the phone to Robert Downey Jr. and and, and bloody oh, what's his name? The, the director, what's his name? Uh, Shane Black. Shane Black, who is the oh. guy who wrote Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and movie, wrote and directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which I liked. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, um, I'd be on the phone to him going, "Oi, mate, what, what the mate, hell, man? I'd, I'd lay it on a bit. I'd be, mate, what, what's what going on? F- what the fuck? And they didn't. Why even... didn't you put a bit more of like Bondi in it or something? Yeah, like? uh, well. They would have been right for... for hey, Shazza and Wazza and all that, they got all upset because you didn't put them in your film. Mind you, that's the reason I didn't like uh, Mission Impossible 2. Because it was too Australian? Because it was Australia. Actually, my biggest problem with uh, the original Ghost Rider was the, like, Rebel Wilson yeah. like, being very ocker and... Well, she was kind of trying to put trying on to put American, American accent, on, but, but it failed. At that point, it wasn't really... Yeah. But we digress. I will be talking about Star Trek in the Darkness coming up very soon, but I want to talk comics yeah. right now. I guess what I read this week, latest issue of... No idea. Batman. Yeah. Batman number 20 came out this week. What a good story, dude. Yeah. Of course, it's Greg Capullo and uh, Scott Snyder. I'm loving it. It's um, a Clayface story at the moment. So mm-hmm. he was running it. Spoiler alert. If you haven't read it, go off, read it, come back. Yep. Right. Um, ooh, someone's got his phone not on Sorry. silent. I put mine on silent because <clears throat> I'm good. Anyway, uh, Batman 20. So last issue, Bruce Wayne was doing all these nasty things like like, really? like robbing a bank and all this kind of, and you're like sitting there going what? what? yeah WTF and turns out it was Clayface <coughs> and he was in person as Batman uh, as, or no, as Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne. Okay. He, he was trashing Bruce Wayne anyway, and, he, and he captures Bruce Wayne and Bruce has got to, him and Lucius have got to um, Lucius Fox have got to escape Yeah, and there's this cool bit in it right Yeah, because they're in this trash compact a bit like out of Star Wars <laughs> this trash compactor and, and, and it, it's all the tech that that they go is, is not worthwhile, so they yep. throw it in there, and because they can't destroy it, and otherwise they've got to totally fucking like incinerate it and everything yep. else. So they're stuck in this thing, <laughs> and he's like, um, "I'm just imagining Luke turn all the trash compactors off." Anyway, 
he's uh, Batman's like, there's got to be something here that we can get out. And he goes, there's a suit, but it's not cost-effective. Mm. Um, it would be take 20 years before it's cost-effective. Yeah. Have a guess what the suit is. No idea. It's a very early prototype of the Batman Beyond Oh, really? Suit with the full face mask, the red bat on the chest. Wow. And all black and everything else. And he uses, puts that on and uses that to, us, to escape with Lucius out of it. So why was it in there? Because like Lucius says, oh, it'll take 20 years before it'll be cost effective. We're not going to go ahead with it, so we're going to scrap it. Uh, so when I, I had a little geek-gasm. So, so in, 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 in the comic world, Lucius Fox knows that Bruce Wayne's Batman? No, Bruce Wayne is funding... Batman Inc. Essentially, so he's like Batman. Oh, that's right. Benefactor to the public. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Gotham knows that Bruce Wayne's funding Batman. Yep. And, and yeah, the Bat Family. Lucius Fox is building stuff for Batman. For and Batman, Batman Inc. that's right. Which essentially is actually building it for Bruce Wayne. Um, but anyway, I had a geekgasm. This, this, we yeah. see that, and you're kind of like, oh, that is. And the way Greg Capullo draws it, it's pretty wicked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, make that the new bat suit. That would be wicked. Anyway, that was my little uh, Batman twenty four out of five. It's just such a great story. Wow. Um, I th- think they wrapped it up a little bit too quick. Um, it was only a two, two-issue long. Well, actually, no, I've been bitching for ages about make stories only two, two so yeah, issues yeah. long. It's done well. I guess just the ending, and here, spoiler alert. Too much of a wrap-up real no, quick. No, no, the ending is him and, and they're still going on about Damien's death. Okay. So it's him and Alfred sitting there with these like um, hollow visors on, replaying old cases where... Mm-hmm. It's him. It's him and Damien out there. And next minute, like he goes, "I want to watch it with you, Master Wayne." So he sits down there. Yep. And they both watch him. And then you see, like Batman starts crying, and I'm kind of like, "Okay, fair enough. It's touching and everything else, but can we move beyond the whole, yeah, crying over Damien and all that kind of thing?" So, but anyway, good story. Four out of five. Geek speak rating. This week, I also checked out. Um, now this Boom cover Studios. looks awesome. It's not a bad looking cover. Now, Mike Carey. Uh, he's been writing a lot of books for a, a number of different companies, and um, I like him. But he's gone across to Boom, and he's doing Suicide Risk through Boom Studios. Number one hit the shelves this week yeah, yeah. Uh, with Elena uh, Casgrande on the artwork. Now, the quick premise of this, um, okay, it's a cop. There's supervillains, him and his partner, like all these uh, he's uh, colleagues get killed at this like bank heist yeah. with these super villains his mate gets his arm nearly ripped off like wow. his partner and all this anyway they managed to capture one of the super villains and he kind of because he's a bit of a cluey cop they're like go home you know, take two weeks off yep. and he's, he can't switch uh, switch off so he, he kind of uses this number in the um, uh, off this super criminal that they captured to phone this mob and and like make a meet to get powers because mm-hmm. you can buy powers on the street like this sh- through this shady mob. You can buy superpowers. Superpowers essentially. Okay. And so the first issue is him, <coughs> like he tracks this mob down and he pulls the gun on him. He's like, I want power, you know, and he, he takes over and um, he gets a power, but you don't really know what the power is until by the end. No, even by the end of the issue. Really? Yeah. And um, it's almost like it. It's like it kills him. And uh, but you can tell he's getting a power, and then yeah, I don't know. Like it just, I read it and I kind of went, hmm. There's not enough there to make me pick up the second like, issue. Like those movies where at the end of it, where someone dies, and you go, well, what was the point of the entire fucking movie? Like, yeah, like the last panel, they could have shown what his power was. Or yeah, kind of gone. Oh my god, he's as got a cli- the power as, of as the cliffhanger, lightning or something like that. And then you'd go, okay, cool. I want to see where this goes. Yep. This the way that's ended. I've just kind of gone. Yeah, Hasn't really enough. hooked you for the next episode. Not the artwork, it's clean, it's tidy, it tells a story, but it's just a bit bit patchy. It feels a bit rushed. Uh, Mike Carey, not one of his best um, not one of his best books. 
I'll be honest. I'm yeah, not really, not really impressed, Ginge. I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. The colours look nice, though. It's, it's well coloured. Uh, Boom have got some great colours over there, and uh, the cover is is not actually um, the art of the regular interior artists. Tony, bear with me. Tony, uh, Tommy, sorry, Tommy Lee Edwards doing the um, the cover. So that's why it looks so nice because he's a good artist. Tommy Lee. Is Edwards. that Tommy Lee Jones's brother? No. Okay. No. Speaking of comic books, I just got a shipment in this week of. Aussie books. Now, this was recommended to me. I haven't read it. I will read it and give you a review in the next week or two. It's a new Aussie book called The Twilight Age. Now, it is a mature reader's book. And it cool. comes out through uh, Black House Comics. Now, that's the stable mate. Uh, this book is a stable mate with Soldier Legacy and The Dark Detective Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. and McBlack. Now, they all come out through Black House Comics as well. Yep. Um, g'day to Baden Kurgan down there who uh, runs Black House Comics. Now, um, now there's a big red yeah, label on the front of mature this. Mature readers. Uh, now, I, I, I'm I'm not even going to attempt to to pronounce the creator's name. It's a very long name, and I don't want to offend him. So it's uh, yeah, we'll, we'll learn how to pronounce it properly. Have a having a quick look. Um, nice production quality on the book, but I haven't read it. Um, I'll be honest, the artwork just um, probably a little bit rough for me. But um, I'll check it out and I'll let you know next week. But that Could is the me Twilight Age. This book right here, I've read this before. I love this book, and it sells well up here. The Dark Detective Sherlock Holmes. Now, this is the first volume, and it's written by Christopher Sequera. We got to meet Christopher at uh, Supernova. We did. How are you, sir? With him. Top bloke, Christopher. Now, uh, Philip Cornell is the artist, and also Dave Elsley, uh, Elsie on there doing some work as well. He helped with the covers and stuff like that. Now, um, I like that it's a simple kind of art style inside, mm-hmm. but uh, it is a, a, a good book to read. It'll suck you in if you like a bit of intrigue. And you and like that time period, the whole Sherlock Holmes time period and all and that. The, and the artwork is kind of a reminiscent of that time period. Yeah, it's a, th- it's a throwback. So um, check out your local comic book store for that one right there. I, lo- I, I love, I love the, the cover art of these. You do, don't the detective, you? Know, the, 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 ph- the photography uh, photoshopped now, covers. Another special shout out as well. Mick Black, created by Jason Franks. We've got yes, Jason as we well. Now, Jason's a top bloke. And uh, he's got a couple of different McBlack books out. This is the first graphic novel there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell you what, black and white, quite a nice tidy art style. Um, it tells the story it needs to tell. Uh, I haven't read it all the way through. I haven't had a chance. It's been a big, busy week, but I've started And these only come in today. today. I only got them in today. <clears throat> so I've started having a read through McBlack. Now, um, we had it in once before and it sold straight out. So oh, wow. I've, I've decided to order more in. Yeah. And this time I'm getting a chance to read a copy myself. But I like it. It's... it's um, yeah, have a look at the character, the main character, McBlack in there. I just like the look. Yeah, the design. The design. And as I say, stark black and white looks very, very good. So I'll give you a bit more of a, a review next week or something on that. But uh, check it out at your local comic book store. These, of course, as I say, come out through uh, Black House Comics. And, uh, yeah, you can pick them up. You can go direct to Black House Comics and have a look yourself or go to any good comic book store. Uh, black Books is, comes out uh, blackbooks.net. Now, books is B O X. Okay, so blackbooks.net. You can check it on out, or you even just check out their blackhousecomics.com. Cool. There you go. Very cool. Okay, so that's some comic stuff for you this week. I've got plenty more to read at home, and hopefully if I get a weekend off Ginger, I'll be able to actually catch up on my reading. Mm. And, by the way, uh, when I was mentioning Soldier Legacy there before, we've got more issues of Soldier Legacy in as well. Very cool. If you haven't read it, what's wrong with you you should go and read it pick it up check it out I'm looking at the uh, the Aussie creator section here in Kaboom and you've got so many so much here so much more than 
than why thank you um, I, I haven't seen this this amount of Australian comics in a comic shop before. Oh, cheers, man. Um, well, we push it. We love Australian comics up here, so it's great to, to give them a push wherever we can. And you've also got the prints in now. Yes, we've uh, framed up some beautiful Winter City prints um, from the guys down there at Winter City Productions. They look great. And uh, I tell you what, go along, check out his uh, his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Paul Abstruse, he was our video this week. Was one indeed. Of our, one of our videos. Um, I've got some of his beautiful prints signed by, by Paul and framed. And uh, I tell you what, you can buy them direct off him as well. Not the framed ones, just the regular prints. Uh, check them on out. And also, if you're into tattoos, he travels in a yep. state and he will do tattoos. Like, have you seen his work on some of his tattoos? He's amazing. He, yeah. I, I saw him doing uh, some sketches of old uh, the Universal monsters. Yep. And they looked amazing, man. There you go. So uh, Paul does do tattoo work as well. You can contact him for prices and availability. I'm looking at the uh, Tank Girl print up there, and I don't think that's going to last tomorrow. Dude, how good is that? Yeah. How good is Tank Girl? And Star Sapphire as well. Go along, check out Paul Abstruse. Um, he's got a Facebook page. <laughs> you can check it on out, and you will enjoy it you will love his work he also uh, did some work for, for Xenoscope he's done work uh, The Witch King The Watch um, Killaroo he gets around and of course this leads me into Zombie Cities yes work on the original Zombie Cities book our good friend Saurab Del Rio he, we did a video on him this week we did well. indeed you, you've been busy you did two videos Saurab and, uh, and I have been talking this week his possible campaign ginge he's about $200 off reaching his well, t- total well, I'm going I'm to have a look now are you, are you going to bring it up? Because you know what? I, rec- I reckon he, he's reckon hit he's it today. It. Let's have a look. Um, but quickly saying about it, uh, Sora was so pleased. A lot of response, good response from Queensland. Yeah. And also from a couple of retailers. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Kaboom got on there and pledged. We were one of the first retailer pledges. Cool. And a few other shops followed on after that. So it was great to see. He's just about reached his goal. I'm pretty sure you're going to see Zombie City's Violence versus Compassion uh, printed and ready to go by Supernova June in Sydney. There you go. How good is this? Have you found it yet? No, not yet. Oh, do you want to keep talking? Yeah, keep talking. Right. Check out our YouTube page. Ginge, what is the YouTube page? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. As I said, this week went up uh, an interview with Saurabh Del Rio by uh, uh, Steve Muller, our host of Geekspeak. Yeah. And the second video, Paul Abstruse, Mel and Steve are interviewing him. What a mad bugger Paul is. And <laughs> like some of, some of the stuff that he was saying, <laughs> and I had to bleep him, he said a naughty word. He did. Within like the first Paul, you seconds. said a naughty word, but Ginge was able to cover for you. All right, Zombie Cities, he's at 1,817. So he's just under $200 left to go. And he's got 28 days to go. 28 days. He's done well. Hey, good on you. Give good on you, clap, man. Ginge. Yeah, clap. Good on you, Saurabh. It, it's, it's good to see people that are doing quality products and they're being recognised yep. for doing it too. People are supporting them. Now, speaking of possible and support, our good friend Will McLaren from yeah. uh, Circus, he, he's trying to get Circus printed, uh, halfway there, and I think he's halfway to his goal from what, wow. I, from what I've heard. So that's great. But make sure you do head along to uh, Possible. Check out Circus, the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be able to find it on some of our older posts, and we'll put a post up next week promoting it again. Go along, hit it, check it out, and um, pledge and support that book as well. He's yeah. halfway there, so he's got another 45 days or something to go. And, and the artwork of, of Circus is just amazing. He released... Through Kaboom, exclusively through Kaboom for Free Comic Book Day, a six-page promo. Yeah. So we were very fortunate. We thank Will for that, Will McLaren. Uh, it was great to see his six-page promo book on Free Comic Book Day, exclusive to Kaboom Comics in Toowoomba. That was fantastic, June. I don't think, yeah, I don't think, it, it didn't last, what, a couple of hours. 
Mate, it, it was we, gone, it, man. It, it, it was gone really quick, so that was fantastic. And, and people have been coming back in going, I'm going to pledge to this, and, and has he got more work out and all that? So it was fantastic. And, and last week we were talking about possible and about how, you know, would we, you know, just, just as a person, as, as an individual, would yep. we ever for a project. decide to, to use it for a project? Yeah. It's uh, making me think definitely about it, I tell you. It, it, seems to, it seems to be if you have an idea and you, you think it is profitable – that it's the way to go. And I mean, Kickstarter has, has paved the way, but all these other places now, like Possible or Indiegogo... They're all kicking off. I see that, and I see there's a new, uh, a new site that's, just, that's come out and it's uh, solely for, um, you know, for raising money for yep. third world countries and stuff like that. Ra- like, raising, raising money for, for those sort of... For those kind of causes. You know, causes, yeah. Good on them. Um, brings me around. That's comics for the week. We've talked uh, about kind of movie news. Guess what I went to see? What did you go see? What, what, why do you say it like that? You're at me because I forgot to invite you. Yeah, I you thought forgot. You were work, I thought you were no, working no, no. late. No, 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 you didn't. I you, did. You, you, just, you just forgot. Oh, I had a plan. I went, don't tell Jin. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's what sneak it was. along, eat popcorn, no, no, sit I, in a darkened no, room. Honestly, and, I think you just forgot. I, you forgot that I existed. I did not. You did. Okay, maybe a little. You, you, you kind of thought, hey, there's going to be a girl in this movie. Oh, Lord, hmm. Lord help me. And, and that's as far as you got. Anyway. What was the blonde shield like? Who? That's in the movie. That you're about to announce. Yeah, she was good in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shut up. Anyway, uh, I can't think of the actress's name, for the love of God. You, uh, all, all, all I know is she's got short blonde hair. Mm. Anyway, I went to see Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. Okay. Mate, what a movie. Uh, do, you, do you want to say... say the, the rating now before you get into it? Yeah, no. Okay. Um, I will just, I will say, I enjoyed the first Star Trek movie. Yeah. Uh, I thought J.J. Abrams did an amazing job. I thought it was now, well now, cast g- and everything g- else. Give a bit of a history. What? Oh, I'm, I've d- no, I, look, what, of, of Star Trek. I've never yeah. been a Trek, Trekker, sorry, because I was told that Trekkie is derogatory. Well. I've never been a Trekker. Mm. Uh, my brother, Kent, he, he, he always loved Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, I went last time with a, a, a diehard Trekker mm. and got to the end. Said, what did you think? Loved it. Yeah. And what did you think? I said, yeah, look, I liked it. I really thought it was really well done. Quite it had lens flares. What, what, what's, what bad could be about it? No, that's right. It's Judge Abrams. Um, anyway, this one went into it. And, mate, it's just so well cast. So yeah. well acted, well written. It's uh, the, the whole ensemble I, cast. There's a bit in it. As you know, spoiler alert. Here we go. Yeah. If you don't want to know, if you haven't gone and watched it, just... Should, 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 I, should I pull my headphones no. out? For months before the movie came out, when uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was announced as the villain. They yes. kept saying, he's oh, Khan, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's Khan. Press, he's got to be. Fans oh, were like, Khan. Oh, he's Khan. He's Khan. And they kept going, no, no, we're not using Khan in the film. It's not out. He's Khan, okay? <laughs> he is Khan. And they actually call him, he's Khan. Yeah. Now, I don't know. You... How, how long into the movie before he actually oh, admits to... Oh, I can't think off the top of my head, but it's, you know, it's... Half an hour? hour oh, an hour? A little, bit, a little bit longer. But anyway... He's Khan. Yeah. And he's great. He really... He's one of them blokes who plays a villain so well. He's a very, he's, he's a very good actor. Uh, he is. He's very good. Um, Does he have an English accent have, in it? Uh, it's, I wouldn't say or, really or, or, English. Or, he, or is his accent educated? Educated. Okay. Educated. Let's, put, let's go with that. So, you get to um, the bit... Now, do you remember the classic thing where... No. Like, oh, no. You've never seen this bit of the original I've never Star seen Trek the stuff? original Star Trek. Anyway, uh, Khan kills Spock in the original right. movie, right? Wrath of Khan. Mm. And so that's where... Um, you see that Kirk big scene is, of... Kirk's on it and he's, he's screaming at this guy, you know, Khan! Right? 
Okay. I, I thought you were actually saying a naughty word right then. <laughs> anyway, You're not allowed to say that in Canada. Maybe that's why they, it's very similar. Yeah. Anyway, and that's, and that's what happened. You know, and at the end of the movie, they shoot Spock off because uh, he's like dead yep. onto this planet that's about to be terraformed or whatever. And then yep. the, the wave kind of regenerates Spock in the next movie. How did he get off the planet? Don't know. Don't ask. I haven't watched it. Shut up. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Mm. In this movie, they flip it around. James T. Kirk dies. And it's Spock who does the whole card. Really? Yeah. And you know how like, uh, Vulcans uh, don't do the whole... Emotional thing. Yeah. He goes after Khan. Yeah. Because, you know, James T. Kirk was his friend. Yeah. And meanwhile... Really? Because in the first one, he was a bit of a prick to him. Oh, he's a little bit of a prick at the start too, but that's just... That's Spock. Anyway, so, yeah, he goes after Khan to capture him. And then they, they, the like, you know, spoiler alert, they they go to rejuvenate via Khan's blood... um, Kirk, so okay. they 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 like Spock's beating the shit out of him, and mm. they're like, we need him alive, Spock. You know, yeah. you got to bring him back to the Enterprise. Yep. And uh, yeah, so really f- fucking well done. I, I was watching some of the behind the scenes that has have been released onto the internet, and mm. there's a bit where where he's old Spock's on a volcano, some uh, planet in a volcano, very stuff. That's right. Movie. And and Kirk and uh, is is wearing like some sort of I don't know diving. Sort of yeah, suit. yeah. They hide the Enterprise under under this ocean on this planet. Um, right. Yeah. Is that how it works? Mm. Mm. Do, do rocket do rockets work underwater? Uh, apparently. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me silly questions. Well, I'm just saying know. the rockets shoot out fire. Fire doesn't really work in water. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just put it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Thank you, Doctor Carl. Um. Anyway, really good. So yeah. there were moments, and I'm I'm going to go on record. I'm going to go on the podcast here and say. Do you have a cry? Hey. Did you have a cry? No, I didn't cry. You had a sniffle. Cry. I had a sniffle. Did, did you Did you have a, a Harry sniffle. Potter moment? I had. Shut up. I had a sniffle. Mm. And there was moisture. Around the edge of one of my eyes, and and if you'd been wearing three D glasses, you you would have had to have actually taken the glasses off to and just dab at it to it, yeah. Because it was such a touching mm. scene, okay. Yeah, and you know what? And, and and you know what I flashed back to? I thought, what if that what if that was you and me? Yeah, I did. I thought, really? you know what? what? What if I was dying? Would Ginge do the Vulcan? Salute thing, you know, with the, the fingers like that <laughs> I, against the glass. See, I could do that to you, but you couldn't do it to me. No, no, you can't well, do that's that. all right because I'm Kirk, right? And Kirk couldn't. Why do are it. you Kirk? You know, I'm a natural captain. Oh. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Your ears are pointier than mine. Oh, what? Anyway, so Kirk's trying to do it, and he eventually does like through the glass, yeah. back at him, and then he dies. Yeah. And it was a touching fucking moment. Really? And, and I trans. You know how you always say, "Oh, you put yourself into movies and TV shows." <laughs> well, mofo, yeah. I put myself into that, and I thought. I wonder if that would be Ginge. And I wonder if Ginge would sit there and go, <laughs> But put a T on the end of it. Put a T at the end of it. Was it kind of like that Harry Potter bit where, where, where that, um, that Gollum character died? Dobby, the fucking house elf. How many times have I got to tell you that it's Dobby? And yes, it was an important character in the movie, okay? <laughs> Don't take the piss out of Dobby's death or I'll glass you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll take back. I'm not going to think of you next time in a movie like that. <laughs> Beautiful movie. Yeah. Five, I give it geek speak rating. If I could go higher, I'll do a, I'll do a Steve Wilson. I'll yeah. give it an eight out of five. Yeah. Um, five out of five. Really? Yeah, so good. You couldn't fault it? Could, I could not fault it. What was it like for, for length? Was it right times? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You walk out of it, you just go. Can't uh, wait to see a sequel? Yep. Can't wait to see another one. It was yeah. so good. And, and, you know, people going, oh, what were the lens for? And I, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You notice it once or twice, and I was so sucked in by the actual story yeah. 
that I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't give a shit about all the effects and the lens flares. and It was, it was just the, happening in front of you? The story was what dragged me in. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's that's the point of to me. That's of a movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great to hear. There you go. So that's what. I, yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness. It. Go. Go do it. Go do it. Do it. I'll try to do it. And I'm definitely going to see it in 2D. Yeah, I, I saw 2D. I didn't go 3D. I'm over 3D. It, it's gone. It's done. It's dusted. It's had its day. Screw it. Yeah. Anything else? Have you watched anything else? I watched the latest uh, episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Very good. Not as not as actiony as the last couple, but still good. Uh, Vikings this week. Good, not as action as others, but good. Um, and I've I've just started, but I got interrupted today. The new Superman animated movie from Warner Premiere, Superman Unbound. Really? Yeah, it's about Brainy. It's based on a yeah, yeah. Um, based on a Jeff Johns story. Mm-hmm. The animation in it looks quite good. Really? Yes, it's got Supergirl in it as well. So. I'm about 20 minutes in and I got interrupted, so I'll be watching it over the weekend. I'll come back to it. I was cursing when I got interrupted. Too. I was like, mm, mm, mm. you were sitting behind the, the behind the, the counter going, <laughs> would you stop it? Um, there you go. So I'll talk about that next week. Very cool. Yeah, but it's out. If someone knows how to get it, get hold of it. Watch it. Tell me not, what you not think. The, not that we're endorsing. Not that we endorse that here. No. Geek Speak Live. No. No, totally above board and legit. The only reason we're the only reason we have a copy is for, is for review, review purposes. I can't even say it. No, no, because we probably don't believe what we're saying anyway. Armity, <laughs> you don't believe it. Quick thing, trailer. You sent it to me. I fell in love with it. I've been sharing it around, play, yes. playing it for everyone. We can't can't do can't it. let this go any further. You're gonna. I'm handing the podcast to you to talk about it. <sighs> the world's end. Does it really need to be said any more about it? No. Cornetto's? Cornetto film. The final film in the Cornetto trilogy for uh, Edgar Wright, Nick Frost, and Simon Pegg? Yes. And uh, so so essentially the plot is uh, these guys that they had organized to do do this giant pub crawl uh, years and years ago when they were younger. It's now years later. And... um, they're tr- they're trying to band back together to do one final piss up pub crawl to finish it off. Yep. To actually finish what they started. We've all been there and done that. And then the inhabitants of the town that they're trying to do the pub crawl in, there's something not quite right. Dun 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 dun. dun. And it, it it it's a little bit of a throwback to Hot Fuzz. Almost in feel. In, Did yeah. you get that? And, and with the pub thing, a little bit of a uh, with you know the Shaun pub of in the dead. Shaun yeah, of the yeah, dead. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it's it's sort of it it it, it was a little bit reminiscent of of uh, uh, Hot Fuzz. How you know the all the inhabitants of the town? You know something wasn't quite right. Quite, yeah, but yeah. this looks amazing. It looks it looks like the film that they wanted to make maybe years ago, but didn't have the budget to didn't do. Didn't have the funding now that they've proven themselves. They've now got the funding. They they've done the the uh, the fence gag. The, I it? love the fence gag. But you know what the interesting thing is? Mm. They swap roles. They have indeed. Um, Simon Pegg is playing the more normal Nick Frost kind of the sort character. of the sort of rough, unkept. Sort of character. Um, kind of wild boy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Nick Frost is playing the traditional uptight, yeah. by the book. Yeah, uh, clean cut sort of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Simon Pegnall would play. Yeah. So they've swapped roles, which yeah. looks cool. It does. It does indeed. That's on the net. We might post a trailer. Well, actually, it might be a special yeah. trailer next week. Stay tuned next week. Yeah. We're not to promise you nothing. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. not. Um, Ginge, that's it from me. Have you got anything else to add, sir? Um... 
What? I don't know. I was going to talk about this film competition next weekend. We don't know what, what we're doing yet. Yeah. We might we, we, we may may. be doing an international film entry. Mm. Mm. Have you got uh, enough drugs to get us through it? Oh, well, I, I think we could at least find some. Yeah, we need something because I'm... Are, are you putting an advertisement out on the podcast? No. Because no. you remember what happened last time that yes. happened? Yes. Someone so- actually rang you up and said, hey... I, I'm just saying. I actually, I, I, I could, I could, I could fix you up with with something if you needed fixing up. I had two offers of uh, in one night of, of of illegal substances to get me through free comic book. That's, that's amazing. They were, they were legitimate offers, and I was kind of like, "This is scary." And I'm sure you were like, "Thanks," but no, mm, I was like, "Thank you," but no, I'll be fine. I probably Thank shouldn't you. do that. No, um, yeah, yeah. Don't so, do drugs, uh, kids, kids. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Yeah. And you'll um, end up like well. I was going to say like us, but you won't because no. we haven't. So what? Stayed in school and done drugs. <laughs> well, I haven't done drugs. <laughs> Only codrill. Yeah, yeah. And you're funny when you get on codrill. What? Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're drunk, you get all, all sorry. Um, yeah, all apologetic. Sorry. Anyway, Ginger, love you where, too. Don't you start. Where can people find us? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia at Geekspeak AU on Twitter and Geekspeak AU at gmail.com. You do it so well. Make sure you spread the Twitter thing around. We want some more followers on there, folks. I want to see us at 300 in a couple of weeks. And we've just eclipsed 300 subscribers on YouTube. I want to see us at 350 in a couple of weeks, folks. Get on there. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you do. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your frenemies. Because if you don't, then you're going to miss out on videos. And this week, you may have missed out on Zombie Cities and Paul talking about... You know all of his great artwork. Yeah, so and you got and to, and you you would have missed out on on hmm, some really nice hmm, what images yeah, and swear words because you put it all together so nicely. Well, I try to. Thanks for coming in again tonight, big fella. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Wade Copson on Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Remember, you've been listening to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and TV series. Catch you next week. Mm-hmm.